So having offered up that prayer tonight, through the person of the living God, Jesus Christ, how do you personally feel about God? Especially as your maker and creator. Is he a reality to you? Or do you have doubts? Because of all those babel of voices that you hear around us that are out today to deny him. Oh yes. Those voices can sound very convincing, can't they? Especially when spoken by impressive people. But despite what they say, the evidence for God, as your maker and creator, is so overwhelming, it's vital that you know him beyond any doubt. Fortunately, the word of God, the Bible, has a lot to say on the subject. And one verse that comes to my mind right now is found in Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. It's page 1492 in our Bibles. That's if you wish to turn to it. That's Revelation 4.11. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. It reads, Thou art worthy, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honour and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy will, thy will they were, and they have been created. I just stop to think about that verse. Because it's not actually hard to believe in God, even on a material level, is it? Hard. I'm talking, of course, about those miraculous that miraculous creation of God that we have all around us mm. and in us too and the stunning way that it all fits together from a starting point of absolutely nothing unfortunately it's so easy to take it all for granted so let's stop and think about it right now I could start by reminding you of that, the incredible things that science is discovering every day about the vast universe on the one hand and the billions of tiny organisms on the other, especially those microscopic organisms that are in the human body. They all work together with each other. Sadly, we're usually only aware of those miraculous things when something goes wrong in our lives. I'm not blaming anyone for that. I have to admit, I'm just the same at times. Even though, as a born-again Christian, I should know better, shouldn't I? But to give you an example, uh, after a few amusing misunderstandings, I decided to take a hearing test recently. And forgive me if you've heard me say this before. But such a clear example of the miraculous creation of God. It's, it's worth repeating. 
So along with the actual hearing aids, I was given a leaflet explaining all about hearing. And when I read that leaflet, I was made aware that although the human ear is just a tiny part of creation, it declares the glory of God as much as the whole universe put together. Let me briefly pass on to you what the contents of that leaflet. It said that the process of hearing has to go through a series of different stages before it reaches you. And uh, stage one could begin with someone like me making those strange noises with their mouth called talking. And when you think about it, the ability to talk is a miracle in itself, isn't it? When you think about it, I mean, starting from nothing. Stage two, the sound of that talking travels through the air, doesn't it, of course? Until it causes a cleverly created flap in your ear and it causes it to vibrate like a drum. That's why it's appropriately called an eardrum. Stage three, that eardrum then passes on those drum beat vibrations to the next stage. And uh, that next stage is made up of three of the tiniest bones in your body. They're called the hammer, the anvil, and the stirrup. Guess why? Because that's exactly what they look like. I hope you're still with me, are you? <laughs> and this complicated process of hearing. Stage four. Those drum beat vibrations continue on their journey to a part of the ear that really baffles scientists. Because it turns those drum beats into electrical impulses which travel on to that miraculous biological computer, your brain, which somehow makes sense of them. And that's with all the countless other functions that it does. I said that the process of hearing was miraculous, and it's far too miraculous, isn't it? Come on, to have somehow happened by accident. It couldn't have done, could it? It didn't just create itself, as some people claim. And mankind didn't create it, did they? Yes, it has to be. Yet another miraculous creation of the living God. Like the rest of everything that he's created in this world and in your life. However, Although God has created this ability for us to hear things, he's also given us the ability not to hear things. Uh, I hope that's not the case with me and you tonight. Yes, just lifting this little talk a little higher. Uh, we not only have the ability to hear other human beings, we also have the ability to hear God. Maker and Creator. Uh, he speaks into us in many different ways, as well as hearing with our ears, doesn't he? And it's always something of vital importance that he has to say to us. 
But then, it's actually down to you if you actually want to listen to him. God never forces us to listen to him. He wants you to willingly hear him. He wants you to hear what he has to say to you. God didn't create you as some sort of robot. And amongst the ways that God can speak to you is through the voice of another human being, like me to speak to you tonight, for instance. But he can also speak to you with what you see with your eyes. Especially when you see what's in his divinely inspired word, the Bible. Millions, millions of people have had their lives changed by the better from what's recorded in the Bible and what they've read there. Hey, God can also speak to you through your conscience if you're willing to hear that. <coughs> he can speak and speak to you through the way that you feel. Countless numbers of people have turned to God at a time of crisis in their lives. Oh, you might be going through a crisis of some sort yourself tonight. One that's getting the better of you. And maybe you're looking everywhere for the answer except to the living God who created the whole universe. The most important question we all face in this life is where would you spend eternity? And what makes that problem a big problem is that we're separated from God by our sinful nature, which doesn't entitle us to spend eternity with him. And we need to be saved from that situation. You need to be saved from that situation before it's too late. Fortunately, God has the perfect answer. And that answer is invested in a person. And that person is Jesus Christ who died on the cross of Calvary for our sins against the Holy God. Yes, however much you may have heard it before, I will quote words again from the Bible recorded in Acts which says, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. In fact, that God may also be saying to you tonight, Seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Yes, you need to experience the miracle of salvation in your life if you haven't experienced it yet. Like almost everything that God has put in place, like everything that he's put in place, getting right with him involves going through a few stages. Unfortunately, those stables are clearly recorded in the Bible. I'll just read them out to you, but you needn't turn to them. For instance, stage one. In Romans chapter three, it says, 
all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Most of us know that one, don't we? If that is the case with you, are you willing to admit that you're separated from God because you haven't come in to him in repentance in your life? For a life of sin that's excluded him from you. Stage two. If you're willing to admit that what it says in two, one, two Corinthians, I have to read these verses, chapter five, it says, if anyone being Christ is a new creation. That means becoming a new creation within, with a new start in your life that will continue forever with God. So it's free. And finally, it's important that you believe that Jesus Christ not only died on the cross for your sins, but after that, he rose from the dead. Because in Romans chapter 6, verse 4, it says, As Christ was from among the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. In other words, seek to be worthy of the Lord Jesus in the new pathway that is placed on your new life. So, can you truly say tonight that you put your trust in Jesus Christ? That you really know you're walking in newness of life because of him? A life that will continue right on to eternity with him. If not, Tonight's your opportunity to repent, get right with God forever through him. And just one parting shot. We've dealt so far with the effect of your life here on earth. We've dealt so far with eternity too. Coming back to your life on earth. God is willing to lead you each day by his Holy Spirit. And you can always turn to him in prayer when you're a born-again believer. And he'll deal with those problems that can face any one of us in this life today. But he doesn't always completely remove the problem, but he'll lead you through it. And a classic example of that is recorded in the Bible when Moses and the children of Israel were fleeing from Egypt they found themselves confronted with the Red Sea a major obstacle but God and they cried out to God for help didn't they but God didn't remove the whole of the Red Sea he made a passage through it and that's how he so often deals with our problems. He doesn't remove them completely. He leads them, us through it. Mm. So have a little think on these things tonight. Have a little think of whether you are truly right with God. And if not, come to him repentance. And become a true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he will through, lead you through this life 
and right on to eternity. Mm. And that's my message for you tonight. Let's turn to our last hymn.